Welcome to the Full 360 with Robin and John. John, for a little while in the 1980s, Pepsi Cola had the sixth largest navy in the world. <laughs> navy, navy like warships? Yeah, like well, yeah, like a, a couple of warships, and actually they they had um, they had uh, two oil tankers, I think, and a destroyer, and uh, seventeen submarines. John, yeah. what are they doing with seventeen submarines? Well, uh, to be fair, only one of them was actually seaworthy, and they spent most of their time bailing it out. What but are they doing with sixteen and a half broken <laughs> submarines, Rob? Right. Well. Um, they uh it, they were actually they were all soviet uh soviet uh w- warships um uh, and it was a deal that was struck with pepsi um Pe- pepsi had been supplying uh their product to the soviet union for decades because uh back in the 50s khrushchev got a hold of it and really liked it um but of course as the uh you know as the soviet union slowly slipped into a decline um they they ran out of uh funds to import pepsi and uh, pepsi not wanting to uh lose ground to coke during the height of the cola wars said well uh, you know, we can't give you our product for free, but uh, we'll take something else in exchange. And the Soviets said, well, we've got these we'll ships. We'll swap it for some submarines and some We'll swap ships. it for some Pepsi. That's yeah. insane. I, I like that you called it the Cola Wars. Well, I, that wasn't me. That was, uh, that was the 80s in North America. It was Coke and Pepsi head-to-head all the time. Amazing, because it's um, also the Cold War at the same time. It's the Cold War. So it's, right. it's like the Cold Cola Wars. They're like going, like, is Pepsi the East and Coke is the West? But no, Pepsi's still Western. It was just adopted by Soviet Union, right? It's their favorite drink. uh, Yeah, I mean, I I guess, you know, pro-con there from a marketing standpoint during the Cold War. But still, you know, you've got a lot of ground covered. And uh, I, I, I just... I, like I had heard about this as a like in pop culture, um, but then I went I went looking, um, and uh, you know the internet is such a source of nonsense. But uh, within the nonsense, uh, there there was actual uh, bits of fact. And, you had uh, never heard of that. I, I I just well they didn't keep the navy right because <laughs> obviously that that would have I mean they they could have taken coke down in one strike. <laughs> There we go. But the but not being a it wasn't a particularly good navy. I mean the the, the submarines that couldn't go underwater at all without uh, well they could but they wouldn't come back up. Um, but the they they sold it all for scrap. Okay, um, so they got their money back from scrap. they got their money by selling it for scrap. Yeah. Who won yeah. sixteen scraps? I guess that just for the metal and the parts and everything. I think it was Sweden that bought them. I'm not sure, but yeah, it was just it was uh, shipyards that bought them and then tore them up. And I mean, the metal's worth a fair bit. But Sweden uh, didn't happen to have the seventh largest art navy, did it? <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> this poor ramshackle navy just travels around the world. Uh, it's like a bad game. It's like a bad game of risk, it's, right? Like, it's such a crazy trade because if you were to like put a fizzy caffeinated drink next to warships and submarines, right. like the they just seem completely worlds apart, don't they? And yet, the the usefulness um, 
somehow gets tied in together. That's a good point. And I, I think, I mean, that's barter, right? Like that's the, I mean, that's the value of, of money really. Like in it, in that it's only worth, like anything is only worth what somebody wants to pay for it. it it's um, like they wanted the sugary drink and they had, they had all of this metal lying around in the form of warships that they weren't going to use. So the value, the like the value that we attach to things, is so um, fluid. It makes me think about how important it is to value yourself and whatever work you do, and whatever things you create. You know, I mean, whether you're a creative, or whether you're just somebody who's going to work and not necessarily getting paid as much as you deserve. Mm-hmm. and not pushing for that pay rise or not looking for that alternative. Mm-hmm. If if it's, you know, I mean, obviously money is only one aspect of, of life and wealth and well-being. Sure. But as far as this kind of fluid trading system goes, you know, like you say, you, we put a certain value on a dollar or we put a certain value right. on one hour of our time. Right. And I just think, you know, so... Everybody has a different relationship to that, don't they? Like, some people are like, nope, I don't get out of bed for less than X. Yes, that's true. And, uh, and they, that's what they set, and, and that's what they get. Yeah. But, I mean, it all depends on where, where you're at. I don't know, it's just, it, it made me think about that. Like, I guess the thing you said about Pepsi needing to keep their advantage over Coke... So they took a load of old junk yeah. metal. Yeah, because to them, having that space in, in that, like they, I mean, it really is like that game of risk where like, well, they've got, they've got the Soviet Union. You know, they've got their little, little Pepsi logo on the Soviet Union. So the Coke can't get in there. And, and, but they have to take something for their product because it's capitalism and that's how that works. And yeah, the the value attached to both of those things on either side. I can't help but think that, you know, they were on the losing side with the coke with the cola wars. Basically, they were siding with the Soviet Union, who were going down. Their submarines were literally taking on water, so they were going <laughs> down. Coke was always going to win, wasn't it? Coke was always going to then going to win, but I mean, kudos to Pepsi for going down in style <laughs> like that. I hope they fired a couple of those rockets just for fun. Well, that was great, Robin. One of our very best, John. And if you want to hear more, you should come over to patreon.com slash the full 360 and join us for our bonus episodes. Weekly posts. And good vibe community. And what was that address again, John? Patreon.com slash the full 360.